This is Sam. This is Paul. And this is Southpaw. Hey, and one more thing. If you love the show and want to support us, go to patreon.com slash southpawpod. Since we're a podcast run by politically left martial artists, hence our name, Southpaw, thought we'd share some social justice-oriented reasons for training martial arts, besides self-defense paranoia and competition, that should be acknowledged and encouraged. Number one, the most important part of martial arts many people miss, so I have to stress this, is consent. This is the primary ethic of martial arts, whether you realize it or not, or got the message or not. And martial arts can be a great teacher of consent ethics if properly explained. What's the difference between a spar and assault? The difference between fighting in a cage and violence? Consent. It's always been there. It's been there since day one. It's been there whether you started at 5 or 40. Martial arts is a place where physicality must be consented to, and that's what makes it ethical. That's what makes it martial arts. And this ethics of consent is something we should carry into all things. The way we do one thing, martial arts, is the way we should do all things. Asking for permission, getting consent, respecting boundaries, and creating boundaries This concept has not changed for thousands of years. Whether we slap hands or bump fists or bow, we are giving consent. It's always been there and has been the primary philosophy. And somehow, we forgot or never noticed. Number two, empowerment. To feel worthy, capable, and of value. Empowerment is a feeling. It's a way of thinking about yourself. And scaring people or dismissing their abilities does not create empowerment. So this is not the same as just feeling empowered to defend yourself against some racist trope or stereotype. And that type of stereotyping isn't even good self-defense. It doesn't prepare people for what's statistically most likely to happen. That if there is an assault, it'll most likely be from someone you know. Someone you trust. Someone like you. Someone who looks like you, and not the other. So much of people's biases transfer into their martial arts teaching. It's no wonder there's often a toxicity problem in martial arts. Number three, self-expression. In a sedentary world, this is becoming more and more important. To be able to move and express your physical body in a way other movements can't do for you. In martial movements, you feel yourself and authentic. Number four, reclaiming the body. A lot of people come to martial arts because they already went through some violence and trauma. Then the sole reason isn't to make them fearful that this might happen again and this is what you should do next time. It's already happened. So now it's about healing and reclaiming your body as yours. That this time, 
when you have some bruises and nicks on your face and skin, it no longer means trauma. It means a job well done. That this body is yours. Number five, fun and exercise. It's okay if you're only training for fun, not to be a ninja assassin. It's okay you're doing this for your health, as doing anything for your health is the ultimate form of self-defense. Number six, and for many, this might be the most important, defining your own success. Why you train and what you want to get out of it is up to you, regardless of what others tell you, regardless of what your instructor tells you. Your personal experience and wants and dreams are yours to dictate, and no one should take that away from you. You get to decide why you train. You get to decide what you want to get out of it. <laughs>